Welcome all you Plus Two Comedy Modifiers to another episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. I'm your host as always, TV's normal hand shouting at his computer. I swear I'll get a headset soon. And before we get to our fantastic episode with Square Painter, I have to tell you about some upcoming shows. This very Sunday, we will be at PotterCon Philadelphia. That is this Sunday, the 14th, I know that's Mother's Day, May 14th at 2 p.m. at the TLA in Philadelphia. This is a 21 plus Harry Potter convention and is guaranteed to be a fantastically silly time. So please head on out to the TLA this Sunday, May 14th for PotterCon. The very next weekend, we will be at Nauticon. That's May 19th through the 21st in Provincetown, Massachusetts. It's not a con like any other. We'll be doing stand-up comedy. We'll be doing Game the Gamer. And we'll probably be singing some karaoke. So please join us at Nauticon in Provincetown, Massachusetts. For more information, head to nauticons.com. I am also happy to announce that we will be returning to Anime Next for some cosplay pro wrestling. Anime Next is June 9th through the 11th. We will be wrestling on the 10th in the morning, so please join us Saturday for some cosplay pro wrestling. For more information, head on over to AnimeNext.org. Uh, and again, we've moved to, uh, or we, they, have moved to Atlantic City, New Jersey. So this is now in the Atlantic City Convention Center. It's fantastic. I really love the move. So please, check out Anime Next. Also, this episode of the Plus Two County Podcast is brought to you by... Hey, baby, are you a beaver? Cause damn... <laughs> Tired of the weekly creep fest that you call a love life? Girl, let's switch out those zeros and get you a hero. Visit 5starpsychic.com today. Get a tarot reading. Find out when Mr. Right is coming your way. 5 Star Psychic has thousands of satisfied clients. Become one today. They offer spiritual work too, so you can remove that idiot magnet stuck to your forehead. Visit 5starpsychic.com. Read their reviews. Order online. Fast, simple, and accurate. That's the number 5starpsychic.com. Put some magic in your life. Who's ready for a podcast? Cool. <laughs> that was great, guys. Enthused. I'm, I'm psyched. That. <laughs> that was appropriately it's, loud. That was good. Louder, that was louder good. than the people playing Magic. Exactly. Who, who's here to do other things is currently being annoyed by a podcast? All right. A few. That's good. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast coming to you live from Gamer's Vault. That's 175 Route 70 in Medford, New Jersey. I'm your host, as always, TV's Noah Houlihan. And I am joined, as always, by the R2-D2 to my C-3PO, Mr. William. How you doing, Will? This is very appropriate. I got a mouthful of Star Wars fruit snacks doing a podcast. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> very I've, unprofessional. I've called us the opposite of that before, and you got very upset. Because so, it's not true. Since but it's we're Star Wars Day, a... since it's Star Wars Day, I decided that we would go the other way and make you happy. That's the way we work. Yes, you're welcome, <laughs> is what I'm Thank saying. Thank you. Uh, our guest this week is a video game artist and YouTuber. Please give it up for Square Painter. How's it going, guys? Thanks for coming Hi. on the show, buddy. Absolutely. So we'd like to start with an icebreaker question. Okay. And uh, this was sent to us by Modifier Becca. Uh, she would like to know, if you were guarding a galaxy, what would be your soundtrack? Like, would it have to be a movie soundtrack or uh, an album? Anything? Just, what would you? What would be your awesome mix? Pick eight or nine distinct songs. <laughs> yes. Um. Any Any of the uh, the filler synth tracks from Big Trouble in Little China? Ah, oh, that's took, a good call. Yeah. Took my answer. Yeah. <laughs> really? You get run that <laughs> exactly. List? There you go. You know All that right. the opening song. Absolutely, I certainly. Oh, that one. Yes, that's the director of the movie singing. Oh, John Carpenter. Yeah, yeah. I know he does all the. He had a band. All right. Well, I know he he like scores all of his movies. 
Oh, uh, yeah. 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 I know this because uh, my DVD has commentary with him and Kurt right. Russell hanging out. Awesome. <laughs> he couldn't figure out how to turn that off for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching RoboCop 2 before, and I couldn't figure out how to turn off the subtitle, so. <laughs> no, All right. I mean, that was just fine. a thing. It read, it read along with RoboCop 2. <laughs> Did any lines change that you swore were different words? Uh, no. But actually, uh, there was one line that I, uh, I found really funny, which we can't use bad words on the podcast, no. and there's bad words no. in it. So if Sensing you guys, uh, if you go on my personal Facebook, it's now my cover photo. It's <laughs> the part where RoboCop gets all that, that stuff put in his head from, uh, from uh, OCP. They put all those like, things to like, b- uh, bog down his memory. And he, uh, he turns the hydrant off with the kids planted it, and one of the kids yells in his face and says something really funny. And I was like, that's my cover photo now. I need this. <laughs> yes. So you guys could uh, go watch that scene and figure out exactly what line yes. it is. He calls him something about a refrigerator. We're less with than five other words. in, and we've already given homework to our listeners. We have. Go do Enjoy. that <laughs> after this. Yes. Yeah, finish this first. Jeez. What about you, Will? What, would you, what do you want your soundtrack to be? Uh, all right. You just, well, I'm going to stick with that theme, and I want any of the uh, synthesizer chase music from the first Terminator movie. Hell yeah. Right? That's yes. good. Absolutely. <laughs> I dig that. Terminator had a good soundtrack. Yeah, I love great synthesizer soundtrack. so much. Yeah. That's the second one. Really? Yeah. Does that sound not in the first? No, movie? that one. It's, it's, it's sort of. It's like the iconic Terminator. Oh, noise. there is the, the. No, that. that do, 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 yeah, yeah right. it is in the first one, you're but right. it. It's, I was wrong. Yeah, it is. All right, I was about to get real upset. <laughs> Never mind. Podcast. Right. Over. That's, that's the Terminator, like Jason equivalent of that. <laughs> that yeah. And those are the only, Terminator one and two are the only two good ones. Of those. Correct. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I watched Genesis, which annoyed Ugh. me of how they spelled it. Uh, yeah, like sci-fi. That, yeah, very much. <laughs> they used lead speak for some yeah. reason. I, don't I know. didn't even. I gave up. I couldn't finish. Was there only one before that? There was three, and then there was Salvation. Yes, Salvation. Yeah, that's the one with uh, Bale. With, yes. Yeah, Christian Bale. Yeah, I couldn't I'd, finish it. It was so I'd, terrible. All right, I. Uh, didn't even go see that in a theater. No, I, I think I paid $2 and gave up on it. Oh, boy. <laughs> what annoyed me was is that the movie opens up, and they're fighting Terminators, and the sun is up, and it's during the damn day. But Sorry if we're cursing. Damn is fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we'll Reese specifically said in the first one that they don't fight the machines during the day because they're too active. They can only fight them at night. So it's like you're just going to completely mess up the entire they Terminator lore with the opening scene of your trailer. They haven't learned Get that lost. yet. <laughs> <sighs> they, they have to gain that knowledge. No, of course. I'm, so I'm, there's probably a scene where someone's like, it's the day, it's a mistake. <laughs> I would hope so. I'm bothered by the fact, because also in the first one, when Reese is talking about the world he's from, uh-huh. the machines, because they have a sense of irony, put the humans to work in factories yep. building stuff yep. very inefficiently. Because revenge for robots. Essentially, yeah. yeah. And that's not what happens in those later movies, and I was very upset about no. that. Like, the first half hour of Genesis I enjoyed just for, like, nostalgia factor, I suppose. And that's what it was mainly playing off. I was like, okay, this is okay. And then once the plot gets going, <laughs> I'm not going to ruin it for you guys. But I'm not going to just. I mean, if you want to watch it, go ahead. But once the plot gets going, it's just, oh. Oh my god! Just typical convoluted Hollywood schlock that yeah, tries I, way too hard to be something that it didn't need to be to begin with. No. This is Genesis you're talking about. Yes, yeah. I I I watched it. I don't know a couple of months ago, and I asked I asked uh, the fine people of Twitter like, how do, how do you guys feel about it coming from like a huge Terminator fan? And everybody was like, yeah, you're the, maybe the first fifteen minutes is okay. <laughs> And then, the and then after that, it's like apart. you'll never see it because it completely screws up the lore, and it's like you can't unsee this. It's like, all right, well. I like the end of three. Like, the movie's not good, uh-huh. but basically the end was th- of three was there's nothing you can do to stop this no matter how much you time yes. travel. Please stop making movies. <laughs> yes. The war is always going to happen. Right. The end, goodbye. Right. I, I remember that from three also, but... I also I remember, remember that from the ride in uh, Universal <laughs> Studios. Uh, they say those exact words. Yeah. We're not going to make any more movies. No, they said a Judgment Day is inevitable. We should probably stop. <laughs> <laughs> they they definitely learned their lesson there. Clearly, clearly they did. 
I can already tell that this is going to be one of our unconventional podcasts where we go out on tangents and complain about movies, and I'm super excited. All so, right. did you my watch? whole my whole life is just a, a, one giant tangent, and I don't know where That's it goes. Fine. Well, we're yeah. we're talking about '80s movies, which is my or movies that started in the '80s anyway. Yeah, pretty much '80s, '80s, yeah '80s, '90s movies. Did you like, watch the Sarah Connor Chronicles? No, <laughs> I have. Yeah, I didn't like. I, them. Okay, really? Because I've heard a lot of people that actually people do love. Them. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Okay, no, I. I remember I sat in my basement with my dad because my dad's a huge Terminator fan. Right, right. I was like, all right, let's give the show a, a try. I'm sure it'll be fine as long as they don't immediately time travel. And they immediately time oh, travel. Oh, boy, oh, yeah. No. There, I mean, there's anything with time travel, there's always going to be huge plot holes. And what about this? And what about that? And that always kind of bothers me. But I don't know. With Terminator, I always kind of was like, all right, this is at least done well enough. It's fine. Same thing with like the Back to the Future movies. Like, yeah. okay. That, well, that's also silly fun yeah so exactly so right but usually time travel tends to bug and, me and mm. like with terminator all the time travel happened off screen like it was just like i'm here from the future yeah, it's just the beginning and yeah then that's yeah it. you would see the big the big ball that yes. would come in like right in the middle of the gate and there's robert patrick's naked butt crack mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we figured out time travel really just not clothing no oh. no nope. only mm-hmm. organic matter yep that's why, you know, you had to put skin and muscle over the robot mm-hmm. to yeah, send him through. Yeah, originally it was just latex. Yeah. <laughs> well, they had market. rubber skin. Yeah. Yep. Spotted them easily. <laughs> 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 so, uh, Square Panther, let's talk a little bit about your art. You are a video game artist. Yep. So you paint 8-bit and some 16-bit. 8-bit, 16-bit, I you guess. You ever go to 32-bit? Um, I, I've, I've dabbled. Dabbled a bit. Have, yeah, I've sixty four. Sixty four. Um, yeah, I've gone to the Atari Jaguar. You know, gone, gone, <laughs> done some of that. That nice. was maybe maybe a sixty four bit system at this point. I don't know. I've done stuff with lots of layers of He's color. Not that potentially, no, no. <laughs> People have asked me. Oh, uh, yeah, you should do. You know, maybe maybe I would. I don't <laughs> like know. A landscape. Yeah, a Bob Ross landscape. <laughs> there you go. I might do a video as as Bob Ross. People Ooh. have uh, people have been telling me to do that ever since I started <laughs> the YouTube channel. Happy Afro. little squares. What? <laughs> that would be really funny if I did. <laughs> Look like a Minecraft yeah, character. Yeah, in a Minecraft like that palette. Yeah, like that thing. What painters hold? Yeah, that, yeah. I don't know what the thumb hole thing. I don't know what that is. I've it's never palette, used right? one. I suppose. Yeah. Research department. <laughs> <laughs> palette. Palette. All right. Cool. We got it. Your your DS told you that. Yes. Yeah, she That's lo- she looked it up on her DS. Okay. She's a paladin. All right. <laughs> so, what drew you, what brought you or drew you into uh, video game art? Uh, I don't know. I've I've been an artist uh, my entire life, and um, the way I got started with uh, with Square Painter was way back in college, around like oh five oh six around there. I had this project uh, in class where you had to take like famous painting and overlay a grid on it, right? And you had to take the average of each color in each square. And you had to paint it in a grid. So I'm working out in the common area in my suite, and I lived with, like, seven other guys. And I had, like, my Nintendo, my Super Nintendo up there. I was always obsessed with, like, retro games and oh, collecting yeah. everything back then. And uh, so back I'm just... then they were called games. They were. They weren't even... Well, they, they, I don't forgot what... They were just called Nintendo games. It wasn't retro yet. Yeah, it wasn't retro. We, we hadn't hit that part yet, because this was, yeah, it was, like, 13 years ago. Uh, so one of my roommates just happened to say, like, oh, what are you, painting video games now? For like class, like that would be pretty cool. I was like, wait. So I thought about it. Like, oh yeah, like the Nintendo games are just based on a grid, also. So that night, I I just drew a small grid and painted Mega Man, and then I painted Mega Man in five other poses, and I still have that painting to this day. Oh, really? It's st- still That's at my awesome. parents' house. Yeah, it's got like water damage to it or something. I forgot how that <laughs> happened, but yeah. Uh, so you became an artist because someone tried to bully you and instead yes. inspired you? <laughs> yes. We can blame Andrew Arabaca for that one. Oh, I do. Yeah. yeah. Andrew, you're the one that talked poopy when yeah. you came home back from class and I was painting. sounds like a Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to shove you in your Pokeball, you little punk. Uh, yeah. So he just happened to say that, and that just kind of gave me this idea, like, all right. I'm going to I'm going to do this. So I I just messed around with that for years. I wasn't serious. I wasn't very good. Now right. I'm I'm I was terrible before. Now I guess I'm passable maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, I painted for a little while and then after I graduated college I stopped. And I was out to dinner with a bunch of friends and some of my friends just moved into this new house and uh that sounded like a seal. Yeah, somebody's 
Somebody yeah. just clubbed a seal. Seal? Yeah, <laughs> it was a distressing noise for sure. That was it's very seal distressing. Club, club. Seal club club. I was out to dinner with friends, and they just moved into a new apartment, and they had all this empty wall space. And I'm like, oh, I have these like Nintendo paintings that I did in college, <laughs> if you like them. So I was like, yeah, sure. So I, uh, I dug them out of like, you know, my closet, and uh, like, oh, you guys can just hang them in your house, whatever. Mm-hmm. So they used to have parties all the time, and people would come over, and everybody loved them. So people started pushing me like, Adam, you got to do more of these. You got to do more. I was like, okay, I'll get back into it. So I started getting back into that, and then uh, one of my old friends from uh, high school, this guy Morgan that I've known like, since I was a freshman, uh, he was putting on art shows in Brooklyn at the time, and this was like late 2008, early 2009, and he was looking for artists for the show down in Brooklyn, and I messaged him on MySpace. And I was like, hey, do you, uh, do you need other artists? I've been doing these, uh, these Nintendo paintings, and he loved my work, and I did uh, an art show down there in Bushwick in the, the basement of the building that he uh, was living in, and it was an awesome show. There were like five, 600 people that came out. That, uh, that comedian, yeah, it was huge. That, uh, that comedian Rob Cantrell, you guys know him? Rob yeah, yeah, he, was, he did a stand-up comedy act there and we drunkenly talked about Ninja Gaiden it was pretty funny that's a good time it was it was so after that I met a bunch of people because I'm sure that show was miserable for (laughs) actually a lot of people liked it it was like everybody shut up and listened to him do his stand up and sing his his, like how much he hates laundry or whatever I just remember him (laughs) singing a song about laundry day and it was really funny but uh yeah, so I got a whole bunch of offers for do like gallery shows, small gallery shows, group shows, anything, pretty much anywhere I could show my artwork, I did. And then I got involved with conventions around the end of 2010. Uh, Paul from Too Many Games, now a good friend right. of mine, Paul Truitt, reached, uh, reached out to me randomly, and I'd always known about Too Many Games. I'd always wanted to go to that con because you know I've been collecting for way too long. And he's like, hey, I like your art. I'd like you to come vend. So that's how I got involved in the convention scene. Nice, nice. And it's more than just, you know, painting sprites. Like, oh, yeah. you compose new scenes and such. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, this piece here that I have, which is the last of my board pieces, we're looking at a little picture uh, or painting of Alex from River City Ransom. I used to do those just to, you know, have, like, affordable pieces for people to have. Right. But, yeah, everything that I do on canvas when I'm composing a scene, I, uh, I put everything together in Photoshop first, and everything is on its own individual layer. I recolor things. I redraw sprites. So there's, like, hours and hours and hours of prep work that go into these before I even start painting. Like, I figure out exactly what size canvas I, I'm going to use, uh, what size pixel it's going to be, and I have everything mapped out, and I know exactly what it's going to look like before I even start painting. And I'll actually, like, I'll come up with ideas now, and I'll put stuff together, and then I will look on, like, the website of, like, my local art supply store of what canvas sizes they have to see, like, right. what my parameters are to work in here. Mm-hmm. I've gotten pretty good at doing that, so I have, like, a whole archive of, like, literally, like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of ideas that I've put together throughout the years. I have everything archived for, like, each game and character and stuff like that, sprite rip sheets, screen caps from the games, just everything I've been uh, compiling for years. Yeah. And I've seen some of your work, and I love it. I love your Wiley's Castle. That's oh, thank you. That's that's an old one, actually. Yeah. Do you do you have a personal favorite? Uh, yeah. This uh, the first really big piece that I did. It was this four foot by two foot. Uh, it's Mega Man Beat and Rush, uh, with a cityscape behind them, from Mega Man Nine. The uh, cityscape was from the cutscene from the beginning, and the other three of them was on a black background, and I just overlaid them over the cityscape, and that was the first time. Like I really moved away from doing just the smaller pieces and tried to do something like big. Like, all right, I want to do a big canvas here. I want to really challenge myself. And I did that one, and I still have it. And I look at it, and the way it's painted is like I had no idea what I was doing. But (laughs) (laughs) it it was the first time when I did something, and I really loved it. And it's like, wow, this could actually be something more than me just sitting in my room (laughs) looking at my computer and painting. Right. That's awesome. And you're also a big collector, right? Yes, yes. I, like I said, I collect, I've been collecting games for way too long. Uh, collect toys. My, my entire... Toys. Just toys in general. No, my, my whole house looks like, like a 13-year-old's room. We've had quite a few collectors on the show. And okay. They all talk about it like it's a burden and a curse. <laughs> oh, it, like, it, it, I am a huge collector. I have so many things. Yeah. No, it's wonderful, but you just can't stop, like... Getting things. Need more things. Yeah. Like, my girlfriend and I are moving to uh, another apartment, and we've really been trying to cut down on stuff. And actually, when I was earlier today, I stopped at a friend's house, 
and I acquired more stuff that I'm going to bring <laughs> home. Yeah, um, my girlfriend likes to collect uh, old uh, Apple and Mac paraphernalia and stuff. So I have an old uh, Mac laptop from like 2001, and I have this little uh, Mega Man collector helmet because I have the red one, but I don't have the green one. Mm-hmm. And yeah. my friend had the green one, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool. I don't have that." He's like, "Oh, I don't want it. You can have it." So nice. It's just it's never ending. It's never ending. But I. I love it. Any any collector that does it, you do it. You do it because you love it. So, what's your holy grail? What's the one thing you've been looking for that you can't find? Oh God, that I have quite a few. Um, <laughs> uh, I I love the movie The Warriors from '79. Oh, it's yeah. one of my favorite movies. I, I grew up in Brooklyn, so that movie has a very near and dear place to my heart. Uh, the uh, toy line Mezco put out a line of Warriors action figures in probably about 2005, and they were in and out of stores for about a year. And uh, I just I didn't have any money at the time when I was in college to get those. They they retailed for about twenty bucks, and now even just if they're still in the package, any of them at least go for fifty sixty dollars. Some of them, the baseball fury variants, can go for three (laughs) four hundred bucks. Some of the the otter colors, there's the dirty versions, the clean versions, and uh, there's some of them that like people are still figuring out because like Mezco just like I said, they put these in and out of stores so quick. And I only have two of the figures in the series and there's probably about I don't know 15 to 20 of them so any of those um, as far as video games go I'm going for a full Super Nintendo library okay. and I never sold my Super Nintendo games from when I was a kid and I had a lot of like the ones that are just rare now because I loved uh, RPGs as a kid so I had all of those and like the Mega Man games so like you know Mega Man 7 X2 X3 the ones that are like very expensive and hard to find now I had those forever so uh, I guess Hagane and Arrow Fighters, those are two really big holy grails and ones that I'm looking for. Also the competition carts, the uh, uh, Star Fox and Donkey Kong Country. Those are the two. Those would be like the last two, the, like the, the highest the, the ones. Blockbuster yeah, one? those are the blockbuster ones. Oh. I, I'm, I, I'm kicking myself now. Years and years ago, probably, I don't know, probably 2010, I was at a Digital Press in Clifton, New Jersey. <laughs> And they had a Star Fox one there, and that's before that one really blew up in value. I could have gotten that one for about <laughs> three seventy five, three fifty around there, right. between three fifty and four hundred dollars. And I had the money at the time, and I was like, grocery shopping for the next two weeks or no. buy a piece of plastic. I really need to eat because <laughs> I had just bought something else that I shouldn't have spent my money on. I People forgot what it was. Joy. Yes, <laughs> so I could have owned a Star Fox competition card, and that thing probably goes for like a grand now, at yeah. least. I don't even know what the hell those things go for now. I, but, I did the yeah. Donkey Kong. Oh, really? Did you? Challenge. Oh, that's that awesome. One. I came in second. Really? I didn't get to move on to states or whatever. Oh, it was. yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I remember when those were going on, and uh, I don't know what was happening. I remember it was in the summer. And uh, I think I had a job then or something. I couldn't ever do it. I, I was working at a day camp when I was a kid, so probably, you know, that that's probably what was going on. But, uh, yeah, I remember, like, I've heard stories of people that just had them from back then, you know, that Blockbuster just threw those in, like, the dollar bin, you know, just when really? they were getting rid of stuff. That's how they got out, yeah, just when Blockbuster was getting rid of their uh, their Super Nintendo games and, like, N64 and everything, and that generation of games are coming out. Those were, yeah, they were tossed in the dollar bin to get rid of. And yeah, oh. it said like competition cartridge, do not resell. You know, like <laughs> yeah, it's like dull, the whatever. like the Sonic cartridges that have the big do not do not resell. resell. Yeah, that I are try really to buy funny. Those whenever I see, yeah, they're them funny because it's, it's like it's a yeah. dollar. Yeah, yes. let's commit a crime together. Yes, <laughs> let's do this. Yeah, so that's that's how those escaped into uh, the hands of collectors and are now on eBay for entirely too much money. Oh God, we should have stole it. <laughs> so we like to geek out on this show. And we do it with the segment called What You Watch and What You Read and What You Play. It's where we talk about what we're watching, what we're reading, and what we're playing. Okay. So, Adam, you're new to the group. What have you been watching? What have I been watching? Um, nothing really right now. Uh, Seinfeld's my favorite show of all time. I've been uh, re-watching <laughs> Seinfeld because I haven't sat down and like actually you know watched the series in a while. So I've been watching that while I've been uh, painting and things like that. And uh, what else did I watch recently? Uh the the nineteen ninety three Emilio Estevez hit Judgment Night. I don't know why I wanted Judgment. to watch that. I don't know what this is. I don't know That's, that one either. Oh God! It's, Did uh, you just make up a movie title? Just yeah. See if we'd pretend to know what you were yeah. talking about. Judgment Night's a real thing. It doesn't sound real. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's it's a stupid movie, but it has a hell of a cast. Cuba Gooding, Cuba Gooding Jr. is in it. Jeremy Piven, uh, Dennis Leary's the bad guy. 
Ooh, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of the time when he was doing his comic, like, stand-up shtick. So, like, every time, it's like he goes into, like, a little rant about something that annoys him. And yeah. he does that about four times in the movie. But uh, the soundtrack for the movie is really cool. It had a lot of, like hip-hop and uh like metal hardcore at the time called dennis leary's career his stand-up shtick yeah it is it's (laughs) like when the beatles were doing that like the music music shtick they had that music (laughs) shtick yeah yeah let's they stuck with for a little bit okay we're not gonna but it was mostly their music (laughs) right i mean if we talk about what's overrated then you know we could talk about the beatles but (laughs) i'm serious about that too Ooh, shots fired no uh I don't like the Beatles. Sorry. I always thought there was something wrong with me for a long time. Because, like, I think they're all right. But I yeah. have no love in my heart for the Beatles. Me neither. And, like, That's people would just you, be like, All you need is love. Yeah, I know. I was like, there's a joke in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were just, I feel like I'm glad I wasn't alive when they were big. Because I'd be, like, the one person. Like, I don't get it. I don't yeah. get it. I don't know. <laughs> I always like the Rolling Stones more. But uh, what else? What have I been watching? So I've, I've been watching the 1993 hit Judgment Night. And I watched this some... made-up movie? Uh, yeah, this made-up movie. I watched uh, RoboCop 2 today so while I was painting, before is, I came down here. Is Dennis Leary basically the same character that he is in Demolition Man? Oh. He's not a villain in that. No. He's a hero. Yeah, yeah. but like... No, he's just he's just Dennis Leary. Yeah, he pops up and he's just like... everyday American. Pretty much. He's just mad. He runs a gang yeah. in this bad part of the city. And, this yeah. is Demolition Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you watch Demolition Man? I haven't seen that movie in a really long time. I heard oh, it uh, the uh best. I heard it aged really well actually. Yeah. 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 Like I I've been wine. Yeah, I've been meaning to uh go back and watch that. Oh, actually another one that I uh I I have in my queue to watch. Um my girlfriend got me into Star Trek, so we've been watching like Next Ooh, Generation again. We've been watching but been the movie DS9. We watched some of DS9. We got to get back into that. But uh, I'd never really watched the movies, and uh, I wanted to watch First Contact. So I'd never seen that one. That's the one with the, the, Bo- the, Bo- okay. the Borg Queen, I yes, think. Yeah. And I love the Locutus and episodes. What's his name? The That's where they go back in time and find the guy that invented Warp Drive. Right? Oh, is it? I haven't watched the movie yet. Oh, I just yet. spoiled it. Okay. Oh, well, thank you. Wonderful. <laughs> awesome. I didn't tell you who dies. No. There's always someone that dies. Whatever. And then they bring him back because, say, con- <laughs> yeah, because you have a contract. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited to watch that. What else? And what, what was the other thing? What am I reading? Oh, well, uh, we we're going to ask Will oh, what okay. he's been watching, and then uh, we can make fun of him for his okay. talk about Star Trek now. You can. <laughs> it's your segment, pal. Uh, oh, I can do anything. Did I talk about Logan yet? Did we talk about Logan? No, I don't think he's talked about Logan. Have you seen Logan? I have not. Have you seen Logan? No, I'm not really a comic book guy. I'm not a big fan of color, so if they were to perhaps re-release yeah, really it in black, black and white, white, I might So did you it. like the crappy second Sin City movie that came out way too late? Because that was in black and white. <laughs> I forgot that came out. Yeah, I everyone super did. wanted to see it. Eh. It's not good. No, it's not. No. Is no. it better than The Spirit? No. I like parts of The Spirit. I never saw that one. It had some good moments. Samuel L. Jackson's an octopus in it. Kinda. <laughs> How could it be bad? So what'd you think of Logan? Uh, it was it was really good. It I was, heard it was awesome. It's sad. Mm. It's, which I should have expected. I don't know why. I just like it ended and I was like, huh. <laughs> oh, emotions. Like, I want to be excited about how good it is, but I'm so depressed about what happened. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was good, but I'm exhausted. Like, even the end, like, it had a happy ending, but not, like, like a realistic happy ending. Like, well, like, a nice thing happened in a dark, dim, terrible world. <laughs> it's kind of a metaphor for <laughs> yeah, enjoy the Trump what's going on now. Kid. Have fun. Like, yeah. Oh. I yeah, exactly. I, was, I was hinting at that, and then there you yeah, go. I, just said it. it's you, uh, I think we have a liberal listenership. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we I don't don't. know. <laughs> we'll find out. People who hate listen to our podcast. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I love your your wonderful fearless god emperor that you elected into office. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I would watch a version of the eight, 80s Dune, 70s, 80s. Was it the 80s? Early, yeah, the early 80s. 80s. Dune, if they just CGI'd Trump in <laughs> instead of As like Baron, Har- sh- Baron Harkonnen, clearly. I was going to see him as, like, the Shy Halud. Oh, you know? all right. Or He's, the Sandworm. That's the Sandworm. Oh, is that what the Shy Halud, yes. They're also a great hardcore band. Side note that I <laughs> love. Shy Halud, they're a great band. Anyway, like yes. Band. What's uh, happening? Are you watching? I watched the thing. I watched all of One Punch Man. Oh, okay. Ha- have you seen One Punch Man? Uh, No, I don't watch crap. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> I know it's anime. I wanted oh, to take geez. a little dig. No, it's fine. Uh, I, uh... Um, I heard it's good. I uh, Are you I not have an not anime t- guy? not really like Ghost the original Ghost in the Shell. I really okay. love 
uh, late '80s, early '90s cyberpunk. So gotcha. that Akira gotcha. stuff like that. I know, but anime as a whole, just never. I, I could see the appeal, but it just eh, not not really for me. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I just like because everybody's so nuts about One Punch Man, and I was like, "See, they got See, the reaction." What, what's great about <laughs> One Punch Man is every anime is about nine good episodes, okay, and then it gets all anime y and mm. the weird trademark Will's phrase, yeah, where where the weird thing happens, and all of a sudden there's everyone from outer space shows up, and it just it gets all anime y and not good. One Punch Man is the story of a man that can destroy anything in one punch. There's clearly an anime-y reason for this. Okay. And they just keep ignoring it. <laughs> it's just like, you know, what gave you this power? He's like, ah, I had to push-ups and I'm real strong. Yeah. He's like, like, no, 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 something's up here. Like, He's like, I, I, I just like to punch things. Didn't he just, like, do a bunch of push-ups and, like, ran and yeah, became he, the strongest guy well, and went bald or something? They, they ask him, it was like, how did you become one punch man? He says, uh, you got to do 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 100 squats, and run 10 kilometers every day. And they're just like, that's, that's, that's not even That's just silly. <laughs> that's like, not, no, that's not that difficult. Well, how no. far is a kilometer? It, it would probably be about, what, five and a half, six miles, I guess. I know, it's What? Sixteen okay. percent. Yeah, <laughs> sounds challenging for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, I, I googled that. I was like, "How long is, is <laughs> ten kilometers?" And it came up like One Punch Man. Like, uh, people are looking into this. <laughs> All right. Uh, but like, there's clearly something in the background where it's like something gave him this power and made him lose his hair and probably did something to his pupils. But we're just going to ignore it, and he's just going to punch things, and that's going to be the show. And it's wonderful. It is very funny. And uh, it's great just because we still haven't seen his full power. Right. I would, every time he's like, were you holding back? He's like, yeah. I would honestly give it a shot. I've heard that it, it it's very non-traditional yeah, it's, anime-y and kind of pokes fun really at the tropes. It's if you don't like anime. <laughs> All right, see? And that's what a lot of people have told, told me also. And it's like, everybody thinks that I, like, I hate anime. Like, no. I do now, too. All right. Well, okay. Well, there's no one that just doesn't watch anime. If mm-hmm. you don't watch it, it's because you hate it. Yeah. All right. Well, I just... Like you do. I get no. Actually, wait. With, your hatred. My, with my hatred, I watch it with my hate. Uh, <laughs> Nina showed me Cowboy Bebop, and I really liked oh, it. Yeah. Cowboy Bebop was awesome. Yeah. So we watched like the first two seasons of it, or something like that. And yeah, I, I really that means liked you've it. You've watched all of it. Is it okay? Yeah. So I've watched there's all not of it. A lot. Of yeah. It. All right. I think there's one season in a movie, right? I think there's more than one movie. I think there is only one season. Uh, I remember my brother was really into uh, anime. Like years ago, he got into it, and I remember him showing me the uh, the episode where they're they're tripping out on mushrooms. Is it good? Oh, yeah, and that, so that was like the one that I saw a million years ago, and then my girlfriend brought it up. She's like, "Oh, you love Firefly? You'll probably really like this too." It's like, "All right, we'll give it a shot." Yeah. And yeah, I really like the show. Yeah, Firefly had a corgi. It would be an entirely yeah. different show. <laughs> so I'll throw it back down to you. What you reading? You're what am reading I reading? Anything good? Uh, yeah, I'm actually uh, I'm reading through uh, Count Zero by uh, William Gibson. Part of his Sprawl trilogy from the 80s. It's an early cyberpunk novel. Okay. Oh, yeah. I have heard of this. Yeah. Uh, William Gibson's writing is. Did William Gibson ver- do Neuromancer? Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's that's his big one. Yeah. Neuromancer is one of my favorite books. Yeah. But I like Idoru and some of the later ones I've read. And it's like, you know what? I never read that or Mona Lisa Overdrive, the other two from the Sprawl trilogy. So I'm going back and reading those. Well, now I haven't read Mona Lisa Overdrive yet, but Count Zero, it's, uh, I mean, his writing is crazy because it's like he just kind of throws you into his world and uses all like his weird vernacular and stuff like that. And it's, it's very hard to follow. Sometimes I have to go back and like, it's like, I'll read a page and it's like, wait, what, what did I just read? I have to go back and reread it. And this one's even crazier because there's three stories going on at once in this and each chapter, it keeps jumping, but, uh, it's, it's very, very interesting. The whole book is, is really cool and I'm about halfway through it. Solid. Will? I'm, oh, man, I forgot to make something up. <laughs> Are you not reading? <laughs> no. I just want to talk about Neuromancer now. How do you feel about Molly Millions? She's awesome. See, we just, we just, I talked about this last week, and that my I listened to Neuromancer mm-hmm. as an audiobook, and it was right. just one dude doing all the voices. So for me... Which which one did you... Li- was it the one that William Gibson read? Or there was somebody else? No, because he did like the foreword where he talked about right, it. it was right, right. It was just some guy... 
And to me, Molly Millions' <laughs> voice will always be one of the Monty Python guys in drag now because that was his, like, <laughs> Hey, Case, it's me, Molly. Oh, okay. And that was. Like, oh, this is terrible. That was, okay. That, uh, I did not listen to that one because so I had listened I, like, to it on an audio book. I imagine it like I, I want them to make a movie and then just when she talks, that's the voice <laughs> that comes out. I don't know. I, uh, I. I, I could definitely see that, like, the character of Trinity from, like, The Matrix was kind of, you know, oh, yeah, the way she looks, kind of, oh, you know, I, so that's essentially, like, what's that actress's name, Car- Carrie Ann Moss. Moss, yeah, so I imagined uh, her more so when I read the book with, yeah. like, the, the mirrored inset eyes and everything right. to be, so that's to a be her. I, I imagine, like, John Cleese <laughs> <laughs> in, like, a bad wig. Well, there's nothing wrong with that at all. That potato, potato. Yeah. Yeah. If if they do a neuromancer movie, which has been talks about, just John Cleese should just play every character in the movie. I'd, I'd like that a lot. Yeah. That at this point they should just do that. <laughs> Make it happen. Yeah. All right, we'll get on it. We'll kickstart it. Uh, I'm uh, listening to an audio book as well. Uh, I'm listening to Harry Potter again because we have that Harry Potter convention coming up. Uh, yeah. yeah. We should probably do some research on that. Yeah. Uh, I have it on while I'm like working, so I don't have any like. I'm not. I'm not paying enough attention to it. <laughs> Plus, it's the first book, so who cares? <laughs> that was like the only that one in the second movie were the only ones I really saw. Then I remember the third one. It got kind of dark, and that is honestly where I lost interest. I liked like just the whimsical lightheartedness of you, the first two. You only two. saw the movies. Yeah, I never read the books. Yeah, because the third movie's a bit rough. I like it. It's I vaguely some, remember it. It's missing some points and. It's got some scares in it. All right. Such. And then the fourth one's my favorite book, and I've never seen the movie because I've been told that the movie's not very good. Which one's the fourth one? Goblet of Fire. Oh. I love games. <laughs> games are my favorite thing. So. Sorry. And I hate Quidditch, so it was perfect. <laughs> uh, so I'll throw it back down to Adam. What you playing? You playing anything good? Uh, what am I playing? Um, I'm currently in, like, uh, hour 898 of Fallout 4. Okay. Still yeah. in Fallout 4. Yeah. Right? I've been having this discussion with a lot of people. Uh, Do you like? Did you play New Vegas? Oh, yeah. I love New Vegas. Did you like it more than 4? Uh, it's different than 4. I liked it more than the story of 3. I kind of wish that um, 3 and New Vegas were switched. Like, New Vegas would have been the main game, and, like, Capital Wasteland yes. would have been the, right, the, the ex- expansion of it. Like, I, I liked 4. But now that somebody brought this up in my life, and I've been like, I love New Vegas so much, yeah. but I don't know why. I can't explain why I love it so much more. I just do. I don't know. Just the the whole, like, I don't know, the aesthetic of just Vegas. It just, I don't know, it works yeah, it well in a post-apocalyptic. I don't know. Cool. It was done really well. Actually, a different company, uh, Bethesda, didn't work on that. Obsidian, Obsidian did. did. Yeah. yeah, and the same team <laughs> that worked on that Obsidian is working on, like, an expansion or whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's going to be taking place in New Orleans. Yes, I did After hear that. That I could excited. see is like French Creole, like Bayou type alligator people. Yeah, yeah, I could see that being like really, really awesome. So I'm excited for that. But I am a huge, huge Fallout fan because I didn't grow up with a PC. I grew up with a Mac, <laughs> and we didn't <laughs> and have those. We didn't have those things called major games <laughs> on. I don't know why I did that. Uh, in the nineties, <laughs> uh, those hicks with their Apple computers. Yeah. <laughs> Apple computers. That's what they have. That's what they got. And loyalty. Yep. <laughs> I could. I'm not gonna make political jokes. Uh, <laughs> Appreciate. It. No, not yet. Uh, so yeah, like my first person shooter, like eventually Doom came out, but I had Marathon on like my computer. Bungie made that. The guys Marathon. who made yeah, yeah that I was like remember this. yeah, that was like before Halo. But uh, yeah, I had the Fallout games uh, yeah. and those, and you know they were like point and click ones. And Fallout One and Two, like I've played a million times. Like I've I've beaten Fallout One in like every possible conceivable way, and I've been wanting <laughs> to go back and play them again. Fallout Two is my favorite PC game of all time. And yeah, I remember being uh, like, there was actually going to be a Fallout Three that was going to come out years and years ago. That was going to be a point and click game. And actually, right. years ago, something came out where it was like playable for like the first fifteen minutes, and like it got scrapped. I forgot exactly what happened, but yeah, I remember being super excited when Bethesda picked yeah. up the rights mm-hmm. for it. I got like the big like lunchbox special edition <laughs> one oh, like yeah. the day it came out. Used and to have yeah, somewhere yeah. Under. Those are hard to find now, and they're they're worth quite a bit if they're in good shape. Oh yeah. really? <laughs> That's good. Fallout time. fans are nuts. Yeah. How about the art of Fallout? I think I have that book <laughs> in my crate. Oh yeah, I have. Uh, my girlfriend and I just picked up the. Or she bought the uh, the art of Fallout Four 
book, yeah. which is like you could kill somebody with that thing, like how big it is. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I so, I used to have that. <laughs> all right. And then you killed somebody with it, and yeah, it's now no, it's in like evidence. it's in an evidence <laughs> locker somewhere in a police station. I heard about this. Yeah. You did? Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't supposed to get out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the art in that no, game is incredible. No, can I see that incredible. art book real quick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the art in that game is amazing, just in, in general. How about you, William? What are you playing? Uh, well, I played a game with you. Okay. Called Almost Gotnem. Got that, that's what I was going to uh, Well, about, we could both talk so about it. Have you yeah. ever heard of this? Almost what? Almost got him. No. Have you seen the Have you seen the Batman animated series? Like no. the 90s. What? Not really. I never really watched oh. it. Oh, no. come it's on. like the Beatles. I really of... don't want to lose you as a friend. <laughs> I, I don't have anything against it. I love Batman. But, uh, yeah, I never really watched the Batman animated series. I don't know why. Like, yeah, you've, the, you've made a great yeah. error. The, I, I, I honestly, I, I know that. It's like Mark Hamill is the Joker in yeah, that. I love the, the... The Joker. Yeah, like the animation style the is incredible. part of it. Yeah? It only gets better from Mark Hamill right. as the Joker. I yeah. should, I, I'm just going to go see if I can just find like the whole series online somewhere and just watch it. Amazon Prime? Yeah. I believe. Yeah, it's, all, all, right. it's all on there. Yeah. Okay. It's it's what well. I I know I know I'm missing out when I say that I I did not watch <laughs> yeah. that. I know that I am. I watched the crappy X Men and like Spider Man cartoons. And did, why I, I, why I, I, did you I, I, put easy that adjective in front of two of the best shows? <laughs> Have you yeah. gone back and tried to watch them recently? I want to. I, I watched Spider Man. I really liked it. Really? X Men. Uh, I hear does not hold up. The Spider Man one does oh, not. I think either. it does. Really? I tried to watch both of them and like this is not. I have what I remember. stuff that I like that I have it on a streaming service and I can okay, just okay. push my Xbox controller to the side and it skips through <laughs> him talking to himself. So there are issues. Yeah. yeah. It could use like a Spider Man Zekai treatment <laughs> and just shorten they, they that were, baby uh, up. The the 90s Spider Man wasn't really good on lip sync. Yeah, it was like, terrible. A lot of the characters, they're like, let's just mostly use people who have masks. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do a lot of Spider-Man shocker fights. Awesome. <laughs> We're not going to bring Craven back too much. Uh, I love Craven. I'm sorry. His mouth is hard. Uh, it was just, there's an episode of mm-hmm. the Batman cartoon. Right, yeah. Man, we got off topic. Uh, where all the villains, or some of the titular villains, uh, play poker and talk about the time they almost killed Batman. All right. Uh, and then Super Croc gets up and he's like, oh, I'm Batman, I think. I forget how it yeah, is. Yeah, in the end, it turns out Killer Croc was actually Batman in disguise the whole time. What? Okay. So they're all playing Which poker and they're kind of a these- jerk. Like, they're not committing crime. They're just hanging out and Batman's like, I'm going to ruin their night. <laughs> they're, they're gambling illegally. <laughs> yeah, how no dare license. you? <laughs> that, that, there could be taxes on that going to Gotham City, paying their police department. Bruce Wayne, when's the last time you paid taxes? I don't have to answer that question. No. Why are you talking like Batman? <laughs> anyway, this game... I love Apple computers. <laughs> Taking away fundamental human rights. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I just want to talk about my Batman game. I'm going to take this from you. And All I'm right, tell you Okay, so this game was like the Batman animated series. Yeah, everyone starts out with as a supervillain. Okay. Uh, but one of you is secretly Batman. Oh, all right. So it kind of plays like Werewolf. Yeah. Where at like at the end of a round of poker, uh-huh. everyone goes to sleep. Which doesn't okay. make a lot of sense if it's not over days like Werewolf is. Yeah, it's a little weird that everyone yeah, gets poker real, nap. Yeah, they play one hand of poker and they're like, we're going to have to turn in. I mean, that's <laughs> tough. Like six minutes of holding cards mm-hmm. and, yeah. you know, yeah. poker chips and... I gotta, Saying numbers, I gotta lay down. I gotta, I gotta lay down. But it, it plays like Werewolf, where like somebody has the Night Watchman ability, where they okay. have to like ask and see if someone's Batman. Right, right. Batman can attack and take someone down. Someone can block and stuff like that. But you can only use your power if you have a good poker hand. Yeah. Okay. So you're trying to get a good poker hand, and you can kind of work together, but you don't know who's Batman. All right. So it's a very interesting game. No, that that sounds really cool. Yeah, there's a lot to it, and uh, it, it's a very <laughs> it could interesting. Be better, is my opinion. There definitely, I think, if we learn too much about it, we could easily break it. Mm-hmm. But as people trying it for the first time, it was just like, all right, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but let's let's try our best. All right. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a chance that there's a Catwoman that uh, is trying to get Batman to knock her out so that they can. Have special time together. I guess. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. 
It's one of the best episodes of that. Once you binge all of Batman yeah, animated series, you come back. That one. Like, I really wish this episode was a game. Okay. It is definitely the best episode to make it to a, a board. Game. All right. Like with Next Generation, I just I want to go back and just watch all the Q episodes again. Yeah. Ooh, they should make that a board game. Yeah. <laughs> the Q episode. Yes, yeah. just it's all just of Monopoly, them. Just Monopoly, but one guy can come in and just move. Just stuff move. Just do like, whatever. whatever. Do whatever he wants. Nope. I introduced you to the Borg, and now I'm responsible for genocide. Yeah, absolutely. And just here's my mariachi band because I got my powers <laughs> back. I love that episode. Q is essentially that invisible alien from the Flintstones. If that oh, the great gazoo. Yeah. He would just show up and had magic powers and made a lot of pop culture human references for a god alien. <laughs> like he would reference things like Q and the Great Kazoo, for <laughs> yeah. example. Q and the Great Kazoo. Oh, there's a show. Yeah, there's I was going to say, on. please, someone make that. <laughs> so we end all of our podcasts with a game. It's time for host versus guest versus audience. Okay. This week, we're putting up this great uh, Superman action figure. It's a DC Comic Essentials. It's it's yeah, roughly valued at twenty dollars. That is very uh, cool. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's an, I thought it'd be good since you're a toy collector that you might want something like that. You don't right. already have them, do you? No, I'm I'm not really a, a comic uh, toy you did collector. Did that earlier? <laughs> yeah, but no, I, that explains why you didn't really watch Batman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's I like all coming the, together. Now. Yeah, I like the Christopher Reeves like Superman movie from what seventy eight. Is it that old? Oh, yeah, yeah, something like that. You ever realize how weird the beginning of that movie is? The whole movie's weird. Yeah, yeah, but like how surreal. Like the beginning Krypton of the movie. Is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But just in general, when like oh, when Zod is on trial and like those rings with like the <laughs> judges' faces in the back. I, I was so young when I watched this movie. I was probably in kindergarten, and that like scene like scared the crap <laughs> out of me. And I just I had no idea what was going on. And like, I went back and I watched it recently, and that scene is like so scarily surreal. Well, it's like the first superhero movie that they tried to make. Yeah, pretty much. So they're like, all right, so what do you know about these comic books? They're weird, and yeah. he's an alien, and make it weird and colorful. Yeah. So uh, what did you bring as your prize? I know we brought it up earlier. Yeah, I, I brought a little 8x10 uh, of Alex from River City Ransom, and it's just on an orange background. I used to paint these all the time for shows, and this is the last one that I have done and will ever do unless somebody commissions me to do one. I'm never <laughs> going to do one for shows. That part makes it a lot less special. Uh, <laughs> this is the last one I'll ever make, make unless I make another. No, unless somebody is just like, hey, I really want one of these. But, like, as far as me <laughs> selling... Hey, hey, hey. Sh- as far as... Uh, I'll tell you. Sh- as far as selling these, like, at shows or on my Instagram or any other place that I decide to sell these just to publicly, I will never have one of these again. I'm... Okay. So, unless, um, unless somebody asks, and it's a private sale for them, that's it. Right. And cool. I if won't. they announce it, you'll you'll tell them to kick Sh- rocks. I'll tell them just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ruin it. Private. Yes, you signed the clause beforehand. <laughs> so yeah, but it, no, it, it, this is like the the last one that I will ever do. I've had this one since it says 2016 on the back. I'm gonna guess this is probably from like. January, February, when MAGFest was. Mm. Well so, yeah. aged. Yeah. Right. Fine wine of mm. River City Ransom oh. Alex painting. <laughs> now, to play host versus guest versus audience, we need an audience member to play, but they need to bring something for us to win as well. What did you guys bring this week? That is a pop figurine of. Is it from Cats? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess it's from Cats. The 1992 <laughs> Broadway musical? Yeah, Mr. Cats? Bojangles. Yes. <laughs> Molesticles? Oh, they're the lion people, correct? He's the lion, yes. Cool. Yeah. Oh. All right, all right. I, I think you're the only taker. I'll, I'll double check with the crowd. I know those. There are those mox cards that are worth a lot of money. That's about <laughs> it. And there's yeah. that that lotus thing. That's like you could buy a house for whatever black, it's worth the now. Black lotus. Yes, that one. All right, so come on, sit down, turn your microphone on. Really, I I know a lot about. A very specific one release of Magic the Gathering that I played, okay. and so that and then it stops. So okay. anything you want to know about Innistrad, <laughs> all right. I can tell you. All the my brother was for you. like, Innistrad's a good world. I loved it, the Innistrad world. My brother was really into that, like when it first came out, and he somehow somewhere in my parents' house is like a giant, mega, <laughs> huge binder of like those cards. You could like just the say a Magic ones. the Gathering binder. Yeah, well, it's just like the original <laughs> series of those, and I know people like go nuts over that, and like my brother doesn't really care that you know they're there. I think they're every there house somewhere. has that one drawer <laughs> that has yeah. a bunch.
bunch of magic cards. Yeah. Hey, every time I dig around in my parents' house, I found I find stuff. I found a uh, Final Fantasy VII factory sealed in my old bedroom the last Ooh. time I dug around. I don't With know why misprint? it was there. <laughs> no, I wish right. I did. I don't have that version. All right. Well, that's, that's special. A special audience member, please introduce yourself. Um, Ari, Ari Rockefeller. I've been on the show once or twice before. Yeah, thanks for coming back, Ari, from uh, Anime Jam Session. Thanks so much for coming. Uh, we're going to play uh, one of our favorites. We're going to play Google Feud. I'm going to give you the first part of a Google search, and then I have the top ten auto-completes for that Google search. <laughs> you want to give me the number one auto-complete. Okay. All right, so everyone will get a chance to answer every question. Uh, oh, boy. Okay. All right, we're going to start with you on this one. Uh, and it's why do men? Hmm. <laughs> why why do men uh, suck? Why do men suck? I wouldn't be surprised if it's on here. It's not on here though. Damn it. It's a good answer though. Why do you cry? <laughs> uh, so is do I have to guess? Adam, what do you think? Why why do men? How would have Google? nipples? Ooh. Why do men have nipples? That's hmm. a legit question. Have nipples. Not on here. No. It's just for that one joke in uh, Meet the Parents. That's why we have nipples. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, um, why um, do men, Will? I don't... Like, you can only think of my Terminator joke. So just put cry in there and then we'll, why, why do men cry? And we'll move along. No, none of those are on there. Uh, have inappropriate dreams. Those aren't the <laughs> words that are written here, but I don't want to say the words that are written here. Uh, wear ties. That's a good question. Have beards. You guys all have beards. <laughs> uh, I know why I have a beard. I had a bigger, bushier beard, but I had to shave it after uh, after Zenkai Con because because one the first cosplay I had had a beard and the other ones didn't. <laughs> That's good. That's dedication. <laughs> Uh, why? Oop, my phone turned off. Uh, why do men snore? Uh, why do men pull away? <laughs> <laughs> We're always pulling away. Sorry. Just... Uh, Who's googling that? Lonely women. I guess so. This, this is gonna get better. Uh, why do men grow beards? Why do men have facial hair? A lot of lot of different ways to ask this question. I see. I guess if you don't grow a beard, it's confusing. Yeah. Uh, why do men go bald? Because well, of all the beard growing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Run hair, hair. I mean, I, I can answer both of those. <laughs> you know, I have lots of things to say about that. Uh, why do men lie? <laughs> I was going to say that. And, uh. the, and the number one answer, I guess I spelled something wrong. Why do men have nipples? That was Are you the serious? Answer. I win. So that's we, 10 yeah. points for Adam. Awesome. I should get 20 points because you lied yeah. to me and broke I, my heart. I thought you were going to try no. and not give him those points. Well, why do we lie? I See, you did. Yeah, you lied. I, did, you I lied. don't know okay, why. Okay, 10 points to me. <laughs> this one's weird, so be prepared. Okay. All right. Adam, we're starting with you this time. Okay. And it simply misses MRS. Uh-huh. Ooh. All right. I, I think misses. I got one. Doubtfire. Doubtfire. That's a good one. Good, good film. It's not on there, but there's a 90% chance I spelled it wrong. Yeah, and we'll find out later. Make sure so. he follows up on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Buttersworth. She was a Mrs., right? Was it? Was she was it a Ms. Ms. Uh, well, we'll find out. Yeah, because she had to she? be married, right? There's no Ms. Buttersworth. Not on there. Not on there. People you spelled Buttersworth, right? Quite possibly. I heard uh, <laughs> Mrs. Butterworth bottles can't be in the same room as um, Mike Pence. Yeah. Yeah. Too shapely. Yeah, he gets he gets a little upset. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Ari. If his wife's there, it's okay. Yeah. You know, she she approves it. You know. <laughs> he calls her mother, too, we gotta by the, the way. we got to continue the game. <laughs> anyway. Stop digging this hole, please. <laughs> Mrs. Dash. Mrs. Dash. Ooh, that's a good one, too. Oh, come on, phone. Mrs. Dash. Not on there. Really? Wow. Was Mrs. Frizzle on there? No, that's Miss Frizzle. Excuse me. Yeah. She was. She didn't need no man. Nope. Mrs. Just the school bus. And a chameleon. What? Mrs. Dalloway is number 10? Probably a... Virginia Woolf. I was going to say Downton Abbey character. 
Mrs. Trump. Mrs. Brown's boys. <laughs> what? I don't know. Mrs. Myers. Mrs. Robinson. Okay, that one makes sense. Yep. Mrs. Maddox. Mrs. Potato Head. <laughs> okay. Mrs. Fields. <laughs> Yummy cookies. Mrs. Claus. Yeah. The number one answer. Mrs. Doubtfire. I guess I spelled it wrong. Dude, Dad. really? Man. <laughs> Adam, you are a savant you, at this. I am. You really want that painting from him. <laughs> I'm trying to take it. <laughs> he has 20 points. You should stop being honest about your lying, then. Seriously, why do men lie? Because <laughs> we want square painter paintings. <laughs> it was the so whole scam to get you exactly, on Exactly. Come to my table and free just... Art. Yeah. Make up weird stories <laughs> and tell me. And Come to my movies. table. I'll be at too many games. You guys got two months. Come up. Tell <laughs> me. Prepare a weird game. Yeah, weird stories. Come up and just talk about weird shit. I'm oh, sorry. Weird. Oh, uh, so you're doing close. so good. <laughs> you're so close. Did I lose points? Weird. Yes, you weird. Are 20 points. No, it's not. You're making that up. Why do men lie? Weird thinger jingers. Make up weird stories. And yeah, if and it's weird, weird movies. It's, yeah, and weird movie. If it's weird enough, maybe I'll knock some money off painting. <laughs> All right, we got to keep going. Well, this mm-hmm. is the weirdest one I've ever seen, so be prepared. How to get rich off. Ooh. How to get, how to get rich off. off? Mm. Let's see. It's my money, and I want it now. <laughs> uh, the internet. The internet. <laughs> Give me that internet money. Yeah. There's a lot of money floating around on there. Yep. Go to YouTube, make a, make an account, do a bunch <laughs> of reaction comes videos. Just flowing in. Profit. Hit print. Hey, man, <laughs> I did a reaction video, and Warner Brothers claimed it and <laughs> won't release it, and I'm still not seeing any internet money off that, so. Oh, yeah, for the yeah. For, for It, right? Yeah, the It trailer. Da- which how I, dare you promote their new film? Oh, no, <laughs> seriously. Damn you and your damn free publicity. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ari, how'd you get rich off? Off. Mine was mine was it, zero. It was not on there. Okay. It was not on there. I understand. <laughs> I think how I spelled to, the internet correct. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, how to get rich off Etsy? Etsy. Etsy's a great answer. A lot of, a lot of those Etsy millionaires I see. Yeah. <laughs> Etsy. Not on there. Not on there. I'm bad at this game. eBay. eBay. That's going to be the number one answer, isn't it? <laughs> and you're going to lie. It's the number seven answer. All right. So that's good for four six. points. But you t- you still totally crushed it this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you get rich off rapping? <laughs> uh, stock market, investing, eBay, uh, music, penny stocks, okay. Bitcoin, stocks, weed, and the number one answer is YouTube. So close, mm-hmm. but no cigar. Uh, getting money. rich off YouTube—that <laughs> that's not a thing. Maybe <laughs> you know, there's there's a handful up there. That's there's it. two. There's two people <laughs> that I'm sure are rich off of yeah. YouTube. Well, so, uh, maybe yeah, two people. I think I think you made fun of one of them a while ago. He's, was a PewDiePie. He does pretty well. Ooh, we didn't say that. W- which 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 one did I make fun of? I you make guys, fun of lots of people. You roasted the nerd, James. Oh, oh yeah, I bet he makes some money. Yeah, I'm I don't sure think he's, he's doing rich off. Oh okay, you're right, right, yeah. Well, yeah, I know PewDiePie makes like seventy million a year or something yeah, like that, he's or whatever. Making seven figures, or at least he was. Oh lordy, he got into a lot of trouble. So I don't think say. it affected him as much as yeah, it should have. Like, <laughs> that's a good point. Like Jewish people, it's okay. I was, I wasn't offended, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but, but not enough to say that at full volume. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but that means with an unheard of twenty-four points at Google Feud. Adam is our winner. Oh, crap. Thank you. Yes, and I told you that if you were trying to get rid of stuff, you were guaranteed yeah. to win. I, so I there's see. more stuff for you to enjoy. Awesome. If well, you want, you could sign that for yourself. Well, <laughs> yeah, it'll increase the value. It was already signed. He's Boom. a professional. Will. I will <laughs> drop the mic the six inches it is above no. the table. No, I'm going to leave this here, and one of you guys can keep that for free. Aww. I will do that. That's for you guys. That's very nice of you. Yes. All right, goodbye. Very nice. (laughs) Uh, Ari, thank you so much for coming up here and playing. If you want to plug your podcast, by all means. Um, Tuesday nights at 9 o'clock on the Vogue Network, it's Anime Jam Session. This past week we talked about our experiences at Zenkai Con. 
in Lancaster County. I remember seeing you guys there running the cosplay wrestling. Yes. <laughs> that was I was there for an hour. <laughs> that was all the time I had for it. Yeah, DJ Rama and I would had he had come up with the idea of, of us being Aunt Brock Amore and Big Ash. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love that idea. It's such a fun he idea. He came up with the idea that he was gonna buy, you know, like tag team title belts. You know, like mm. think of like SmackDown versions. But it, but they were sold out. So he came he came up with the idea that Giovanni and Team Rocket stole our belts. That sounds like something I'd do. I mean, Giovanni would do. Kayfabe. And I'm I'm just like, is it going to end with a ladder match where the two... The, I'll have a ladder the, match with you. The fake belts and the real belts <laughs> are up on this. Yeah. That hanger thing that's over the ring. Uh, I, as I hear that and I go, not taking a big bump off the ladder. One, two, three, not it. <laughs> I'll do it. I understand. I'm not, I, I don't, I don't watch wrestling, but I do enjoy Pokemon. So <laughs> yeah. We're halfway there. For you. Yeah. yeah. You gotta watch some cosplay pro wrestling. Uh, Adam, anything you want to plug? We gotta get out of here. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Well, if we're gonna do it like that, uh, <laughs> Make uh, it snappy is yes, what very snappy. Um, you can check me out on uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, and Twitter. Instagram and Twitter are the two uh, big social media outlets I use for my paintings. Whenever I have something new, I'm always posting it on there. And please check out my YouTube channel. I've been promoting content more regularly than I was before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doing uh, art reviews, things like that, uh, top fives. I have a ton of speed paintings and things on there, and I'm going to be doing uh, tutorials on basic pixel painting. Cool. I look forward to Warner Brothers blocking those. <laughs> Me uh, too. Will, anything to add? No, I'm good. All right, cool. Be sure to give us five stars on iTunes, five stars on Stitcher. Vote for us on PodcastLand.com. Makes the podcast of the month. Upcoming shows include next week, that's the 11th, we're going to be here at 6 o'clock for a Use Your Words demo, and then at 8 o'clock we're going to have Brental Floss on the show. So please come back for Brental Floss. It's going to be a great time. On the 18th from NBC's American Ninja Warrior, the Hula Hoop Ninja, Dana Fisher is going to be on the show. That's going to be fantastic. And then on the 25th, the host of Project VCR Podcast, Mr. Jason Roskam, will be on the show. So please, come out to all those fantastic things. And as always, we would like to thank Ben Affleck for making this show possible and keeping the streets of Gotham City safe. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Thank you guys so much. Yay.